This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. I can't forget about the things I said when I was drunk. I better email into what you and a hunk. They'll help me out and probably make fun of me.
right. <laughs> was that trill or what? That was fucking dope, man. What's that song? That's Lit, My Own Worst Enemy. No, guess again. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's... It's close. It's uh, close. It's, it is that. <laughs> what? It is. <laughs> Try again, my friend. No, I'm right. <laughs> oh, it's on the tip of your tongue. I was on the tip of my tongue, <laughs> then I said it, and it was it. It's actually a lit song, so you're right about that. Okay. <laughs> and the song name It's called was... My Own... That's what I said? That's it. It's just called My Own? Sorry, Worst Enemy. Oh, you had to scroll a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm right. What? Good what man. You... <laughs> Great uh, song. That was written by Jordan Becker, and you'll never guess what state he's from. Ooh, Indiana? Close, but no. Ohio? No. Pennsylvania? Uh-uh. Um, Illinois? No. Uh, what's below Ohio? Oh, Kentucky? No. What's below Kentucky? Uh, uh, Missouri. No. Um, Connecticut. Uh-uh. Let's go New York. Nope. Uh, North Carolina. <laughs> Incorrect. South Carolina. False. Georgia. Wrong. Florida. Nope. Oklahoma. Not that. Texas. No. Arizona. Absolutely not. Tennessee. Nope. West Virginia. He's not from West Virginia. Regular old Virginia. He's not from regular Virginia New Hampshire, no. Vermont. No. Uh, Maine. No, he's not from Maine. Uh, it's West Coast boy. Not necessarily. Yep, but let's just go Washington State. Nope. Is that, have I really not gotten it? I have not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oregon. No. California. Wrong. Idaho. Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it in one. <laughs> wow. I, I, I never thought you'd get it. My God. Good man. Um, guess when his birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> could probably get that faster. No, all right. That was Jordan Becker from Idaho. Uh, he's got a he's got a Bandcamp. JordanBecker.bandcamp.com. Uh, Excellent, brother. So good work on that. Yeah, he great. Had, th- his great voice song. sounded like song. the guy from Lit. Yeah, uh, that's kind of hard to pull off. Dude killed it. A vocal impersonator, like, and it sounded like he recorded all that stuff himself. Like that wasn't the original. Right. He, he didn't just like karaoke thing. Like. <laughs> He laid down a drum track. <laughs> oh, you think he did it and then sang over it? Or he like performed it while he was, like he did the song? I don't know. While I don't, it's, it's like, if he's got like the full band that they all did it together. Or if he like is laying down the tracks, you know, who That's knows? That's cool. He should be part of our band. What's our band? Our band. We don't have a band. Quality Control? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a lame name. Why? We do rap core. <laughs> <laughs> so we do like a lot of rap, but like sort of like synthy. Cynthia like, rap. Like, dun, 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 dun. Yo, yo, are uh-huh. you go? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, are you go? I don't think so. Well, that's... Or you say Ari Gold? I don't think so. <laughs> Ari it's, Gold. It's sort of like uh, fan fiction rap about Entourage. Yeah. So, so that like one is Lloyd like and Ari Lloyd. finally hook up. <laughs> uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. My name is Amir Blumenfeld. My name is Jacob Penn Cooper Hurwitz. And we're back from the road. We did our shows. Survived, but Sur- barely. Did we thrive? You know what? I would say I I think we thrived. We thrived. I think we throve on the road. Yeah. We did five shows, five states, five days, five nights. Meeting people was very fun. The shows were great. Like every day we traveled and performed. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to do that. But we, we somehow did it. We we both sat on a train and on a stage. Yeah. We would I guess our fly. jobs, yeah, when you think about it like that, we have easy jobs. Yeah. But 
It's draining. It's draining. <laughs> it's actually pretty draining, Mom. It's actually yeah. Uh, I, I'm an introvert, so this it's not easy. <laughs> Are you? Uh, yeah, I think so. An introvert? Uh, I believe so. I took those tests. I don't know. And you said it said that you prefer you're more introverted than extroverted. Yeah. Interesting, because you meet and perform a lot. You yeah, meet a lot of people. I think what I heard is that like, it, if does it like leave you feeling charged and excited when you meet? people and you're out and like with friends and stuff or does it like leave you feeling emotionally drained and tired oh so the rock is actually energized by meeting all those people i don't know how the rock personally feels but maybe so that's interesting yeah because i feel drained after meet and greets so that means i'm an introvert yeah but there's like i think there's like in between stuff you're not you you're not like full introvert there's like I can't. I don't know if I'm mixing this up between like introvert and extrovert, or like the personality type, like being ENFJ or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's what the first one is. Those Myers Briggs personality tests, first... and that tells you if you're introverted or extroverted. Well, the first um, first letter is E or I. Oh, and it's like extrovert, and then the other three. I I think I'm like INFJ. I don't know what the fuck I am. It's awesome though. Yeah, I should take. I'll, I took one of those tests. I'll take it again. <laughs> you also did a 23andMe today. Yeah, I did. a DNA test. Uh-huh. Should... I'm going to reveal, yeah, we'll reveal on the podcast yeah. what my ethnicity is. You just got an email back that said, you are 100% a sucker for spitting in a tube and giving us 100 bucks. <laughs> and you're from Honduras. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it feels wrong, but that's cool. But it must be right. Uh, all right, let's, why don't we sprinkle in some live show stories throughout this uh, episode, but we'll start with answering some questions. That is what we're here for. Fair enough. Uh, so here's... We no, do we have any other shows to promote right now? We're going to Montreal. Oh, all right. In July. I was about to say, this is a, a nice episode where we don't have to promote anything. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Montreal. Whatever, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, we need a guy's name. Why don't we uh, call this guy what? Rick Fox. Oh yeah, guest. somebody, a, a friend from each each uh, spot on the tour. Okay. In, uh, in Atlanta, Rick Fox joined us on stage. All right, ready? Yep. Uh, Rick Fox joined us on stage and wrote, "How's all with you guys? I need some fresh idea on a not so fresh subject: farts." <laughs> Sorry, that's funny to me. <laughs> Toots. I live in Tokyo with my wife, my dog, and my flatulence-filled anal cavity. Of course it is normal for anyone to fart, but I have two underlying problems. One, mine stink horribly without question. And two, the shape of my rump ensures that all farts will be loud, sounding like if it were possible for a trumpet to have a frog in its throat. Because I want to... Because I don't want to subject my loved ones to the stench, I would prefer to release them outside. The problem with Tokyo is that it's so densely populated... There are people everywhere. I cannot open my door, walk into a dark alley, move behind a tree in a park, or go anywhere without seeing people. Thus, if I shoot my poot outside, someone will hear it, and it will not only stain my underwear, but I will stain my reputation and the (laughs) reputation of all foreigners. People will remember me as a whitey, releasing noxious fumes. So what should I do? What is your advice on how or where to free my gaseous-ass children? Yours truly... Rick Fox. Okay. The shape of his ass makes the farts loud. He has a very, very puckered anus. <laughs> I've never heard of something like that. I can get farts loud. Like, f- my farts can be loud if I'm sitting because it's like the there's not a lot of room between my ass and, like, the chair or the floor that I'm sitting on. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of the shape of an ass being 
conducive to loud farts. I guess like if he has a really, really tight butt, like if it's worked out so much that it's just compact. Yeah, it's like the if rippling. You, if you press your cheeks together and farted, then it would like clap, yeah, right? Yeah, the, it's the sound of the, like the cheeks vibrating. Or is it the anus vibrating? I don't know what vibrates. It, like something is vibrating. It's Has like anyone the, done a phantom cam super slow-mo of an asshole farting? <laughs> I bet. Wouldn't that be cool? There's fart porn. There's definitely fart porn. So that's, and there's probably 60 FPS fart yeah, porn. But probably. I want to see like the super slow-mo fart. Like I want to see the anus, like the the frame rate is so slow that you can see like the... Take a second. Google it on your phone. It's almost like if you've ever seen Google a drop it. in Look super slow motion, you can see the Look ripples. It up right now on your computer. What? What should I search? Uh, super slow super motion, 60 slow motion. FPS. <laughs> 60 uh, FPS. Anus farting. Anus farting. And you think there's something? I think so. Slow motion fart porn videos from Pornhub. There slow motion pussy and anal farting. <laughs> would you be interested in a super slow mo- An IGN community board says, would you be interested in a super slow mo close up video of an anus farting? Wow. Posted in 2011. And no responses? And then the response is, how slow-mo are we talking here? And then somebody responded. (laughs) So I think it's needless to say that, yes, that person is interested. (laughs) I suspect that there would be a good five to ten seconds between the opening of the sphincter and the closing. Wow, that is very slow-mo. Whoa, that's too slow. (laughs) But I I don't see a link. We can't. This is crazy. How can I get? Oh, here we go. Gold HD tube. Oh, wow. This is porn, though. (laughs) Is it fart porn or is it just straight regular porn? Sexy slow motion parts, farts. But I don't know. I don't just want slow mo. I want. Um, what do you want? Phantom cam super slow mo. You will <laughs> watch the video. <laughs> Look at this one. Oh my g. Oh wow. Jesus Christ, that is. This looks like planet Earth, but for pornography. You're staring into the a, a fucking volcano. I've never seen. A, oh. I've never seen a brown eye this big and it's yeah the way it's bigger moves than your like, fist the way it looks is like a time lapse look at that it looks like quicksand almost wow that's really interesting <laughs> but i so far we haven't seen a fart we've only oh here we go oh 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 hold on oh <laughs> it looks like an alien whistling <laughs> good lord that's so foul it i'll never like... get like this image out of my head it looks you gleefully watching oh my god it's still rippling jesus christ and that's an sbd that's it's still that's an oh well i guess it's it looks like jabba the hut snapping holy shit look at that ripple okay all right still not a phantom but definitely interesting nonetheless derailed the podcast well how did how did we come here? How did this come to be? You mean the whole thing or just that like, part? <laughs> not my entire life. <laughs> oh, I was saying that uh, the shape of an asshole influencing the way a fart happens. Is it the cheek or the actual rosebud? It is the cheek because as evidence from that video. That was the rosebud flapping and flapping. Yeah, but I don't know like what. That was the sphincter. Does the sphincter itself make it louder or is it like how the how the air reverberates off the cheek? Yeah, that's maybe it's a combination of both. So it's like sphincter within, and then the we really have to have a doctor on this so we can ask them about yeah an ophthalmologist. (laughs) Uh, All right. So his specific question is: 
he's saying Tokyo is so densely packed that he'll he would he get outed. Right. I, I don't believe that. That can't be that. I think that's almost like a good thing. Like you are in the most densely populated area. People won't. You can fart willy nilly, and nobody will know it was you for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Especially like when I'm walking around Manhattan. That's pretty densely populated, but it's so loud that yeah, the dense population helps. Especially, I would say like. Especially if you're walking, if you're moving, you're like, yeah, you're crop dusting, but it's pretty, it's going to dissipate pretty fast. I I think that you, if your farts are loud and they smell awful, you spare the girlfriend and the dog. Right. Like willy nilly do it outside. That's and fine. I, you can't, you can't live your life uh, trying to fart in complete privacy every single time. Yeah. Isn't bathroom good enough? Like if he goes to the restroom and farts, that should be enough. It should be enough. Isn't that what that song is about? I think so. It's about how a guy doesn't have to go that out of his way to fart in yeah. front of his girlfriend. Like, even if as long as he farts, but if he says, I'm sorry, or excuse me, or yeah. like, um, that was really sitting in my stomach. I right. apologize. I shouldn't have done that. But it's it's happened. Here we are. Or if you, I like to turn it, make a little joke of it. Like, did you hear that? And then Dear someone Theodore. says, oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh. From farts to shitty friends. Ho-ho! This question comes to us from a lady who we'll In call... Raleigh Rachel. Rachel Hurwitz, your sister. Who came to the Raleigh show. That was what a up? great show. That was a fun show. I love those folks. Um, so I started grad school this year, writes Rachel, and became very close friends with two girls. We're all big travelers and dreamed of going on a big Euro trip together during our summer break. We planned routes and talked about it for a while, even if it was only wishful thinking. Then I asked them if they'd be seriously down and if I should start saving money for a plane ticket. When they said no, they didn't have the money, and maybe we could go next summer. I was cool with I was cool because like no big deal, right? So I made other plans for the summer, i.e. committed to a job. Well, two weeks later they Snapchatted me pictures of them buying plane tickets and planning a Europe trip together. <laughs> I couldn't help but be crushed and feel pretty shitty for a while. The worst part is, they never addressed it to me or apologized. They talked about their trip to other people and posted on Facebook about it, but didn't have the balls to confront me. I'm trying really hard not to... No, I'm trying really hard to get over it, but I can't help but get livid thinking about it sometimes. They try to treat me the same uh, same as before this all happened. They tried to treat me the same, uh, the same as before this all happened. How do you recommend getting over this? Should I confront them, or is it not that big of a deal? I hope you're on my side. P.S. My boyfriend has been trying to get me to listen to your podcast for a while, so if he hears this, he'll know I've actually become quite a fan, though I haven't admitted it to him. Wow. Love, Rach. How do I handle shitty friends is the question. I mean, dude, that... I feel like that's so egregious. I would... <laughs> I think I would stop being friends with them. I wonder... It's like such a slap in the face, it's a kick in the nuts, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't think they're real friends. Yeah. I wonder how close... I mean, she said she became very close with two girls. And they talked about taking this trip. They said no. As soon as she had a job, they were like, let's book it. Yeah. I wonder if we should talk to the friends, like get their side of the story. What do you think they would say? They would be like... Yeah, we all talked about it, and then she got a job, but we wanted to go, so... Yeah, this oh, But they said they couldn't, right? It's boiled down to this one one point, which is, like, she asked them, and they said no and beforehand. Then, they then, didn't have the money. Right. So then they could be like, oh, then we got the money, and we got tickets. <laughs> we fucking hate Rachel. <laughs> Amsterdam, bitch! 
<laughs> we wanted to do like a gal trip, but like three is getting to the point where it's too many. We gals. wanted to do gap year without Rachel. <laughs> we wanted the gap to be in our relationship. <laughs> We're bad, <laughs> but we do have European taste, and we want to explore the world, bitch. <laughs> do you think? Every time there's, like, a group of three, it's always, like, there's some sort of weird, like, struggle between, like, two people and the third. There's, like, always, there's three little groupings, and it's, like, two people and the third person. Yeah. Or the other two people and the third. Like. It's always three versus one. Or two versus one. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I meant. <laughs> and then, I'm, like, I feel like when I listen to Twinovation, that one person is always changing. <laughs> Who's in the doghouse? <laughs> right now, it's definitely Dave. Yeah. But it's, it's been Dave for a year, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been Dave for their entire relationship. So that's a bad example. But uh, I think it's all about finding the next duo that would include you. Or pay it forward. Find two more girls and alienate them. Don't invite one of them to a European trip. Yeah. That way you feel like you're in the power position. You've oh, alienated someone. No, You've is, ostracized someone. You've made someone feel bad. And the universe is back to e- normal. I think you you uh, save up, go on, the, go on the trip with your boyfriend, and you have a better time. <laughs> and in the meantime, unfollow them on social media and block them on Snapchat. Because it's not going to get easier. You're not going to get over it. But you will forget about it if it's not in your face. It is weird. Would you confront? Would you be like, hey... Uh, WTF? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do. I would unfollow them on social media, and I wouldn't talk to them anymore. And then, then would they, if and, they ask, would you tell them? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like what? Like why did you? Why did you unfollow me? Uh, I got annoyed looking at your pictures. <laughs> you said we were all gonna go. Oh my god, <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> this is why we didn't invite your dumbass. <laughs> you harp on everything. You're like a harp player. <laughs> you won't stop harping. Um, you know what? story we should talk about is when rick invited us to nba tv oh yeah um after doing our show during a halftime break of his like nba show he invited us to the studios where they shoot tnt halftime shows nba tv pregame shows postgame shows and we were just at one point watching tv in a backstage area uh filled with future hall of fame basketball players so yeah, it was like so it was me you marty yeah uh Three Shaq, <laughs> three white dudes from LA, and then Shaq, Charles Barkley, <laughs> Kevin Garnett, Ben Wallace, Rashid Wallace, Rick Fox, Baron Davis, uh, Steve Smith, uh, just sort of all razzing each other, screaming at each other, saying things that we're not supposed to repeat because they were off color. <laughs> and then me, you, and Marty in the middle of it. Hoping to God, or at least I was, that nobody would just start making fun of me. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm like, just, I felt like I was back in high school where, like, all the cool kids were, like, joking around, and I'm in the room, like, please don't turn your attention to Uh, me. Who is this guy? No, I'm not (laughs) this guy. Rick, help! (laughs) Wedgie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's nothing I could have done if they started razzing me. (laughs) And they should have. They should have razzed me. I deserve to be razzed. Wait a minute. Who are you pointing to the 34-year-old Jew in the room? <laughs> Holding you by your ankles. <laughs> Let's take him to death. Hey, Shaq, beat this guy up. <laughs> Please do, sir. It would be an honor. Shaq was so big. He's like, it doesn't make sense that he's the same species as us. Yeah. He's just this giant, giant, giant Me and Shaq, are, we're both human, but he's... Uh... 
He's a big boy. Yeah. I've pounded fists with him, and it felt like I was sort of like tapping a grapefruit. Right. It's like uh, trying to tenderize a huge piece of steak. <laughs> As he watches world star hip-hop on his phone, I'm like trying to tell him that he meant a lot to me growing up, but I don't want to seem like the doofus in the room that's just gushing over him. <laughs> I think we played it cool. Maybe too cool. Maybe too cool. Not cool enough for school. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Let's thank some sponsors. We'll come back with more questions, more answers, and everything after this. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. 
And we're back. What's up? New podcast on the HeadGum Network this week. Pray tell. Uh, the Babysitter's Club. Club. It's basically a podcast that reviews uh, those old Babysitter Club books one by one. So if you were a fan of those growing up, you're going to be a huge fan of the um, podcast. It's called Babysitter's Club. Club. Hosted by uh, the very funny Jack and Tanner. Uh, so check it out. Go to headgum.com slash podcast. We actually have a whole new website so you can... Uh, while you're there, peruse our video section, our new podcast section, and then check out the Babysitter's Club. Club! Yeah, and hey, hey, while you're there, check out the About page, because that shit's on fire right now. Yeah, we made gifts of everybody who's currently working at HeadGum, and uh, there's some good ones out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My personal favorite is Whitney's and Jeff's, but uh, Marty's is pretty damn good, too. <laughs> I think Piles is fucking the best. Yeah, that's also a good gift. Uh, so check out the new HeadGum, and check out Babysitter's Club. Club. Uh, we got shows in Montreal, but that's not till late July. So if you really want to come, you can you can find it. It's part of the JFL Just for Laughs Comedy yeah, Fest. Yeah, that's gonna. We have two shows there. <gasps> it's true. One, oh yeah, one headgum show. Shit. Uh, we'll put that info up on our website soon enough. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But if you want to be the first to act, but if you're legit, if you're if you're a legit little Canadian, get out there. I got tweets that some people already bought tickets. Yeah, we haven't right, even announced the up. show. Keep that up. Uh, anything else? Anything, any other funny stories that you wanted to talk about from the road? I can't quite remember now. I can't oh, um, remember anything. Partying with Skeets uh, in Atlanta was also really fun. Yeah, dude. Went into, uh, what was that f- place called? That uh, underground bar oh, slash man. club. It's like M- MQD or M- MJQ. MJQ. That yeah. Makes, that makes sense. MQJ. M- yeah, something like that. It's like through a shed in a parking lot. Skeets described it in a really funny way. I forget what it is. Some sort of like uh, warehouse. Uh, I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> just, just assume he described this club you don't know about in a very funny way. Uh, so if you're ever in Atlanta, go you there. Find uh, MJQ, MQD, MJJ. And go with Skeets because he has a pretty funny outlook on life. <laughs> uh, shit. All right, let's see if we can answer some more cues for yous and me's. Uh, oh shoot! Another girl's question. I got another girl question. A lady, Mitzi. Mitzi. Mitzi, our friend in DC who came to our DC show. Another great show last week. Um, all right. Hey guys. Recently, my long-term boyfriend of four years, writes Mitzi, has told me that he'd like to try experimenting with anal on himself. <laughs> Mitzi's not going to be happy. <laughs> Just assume this isn't actually for Mitzi. I have no problem with this. This guy wants to experiment with anal on himself. I have no problem with this as we are both in our 20s and it's normal to do these kinds of things. But my only concern is that when I jokingly said, what are you, gay? He got really quiet and didn't uh, say anything else for the rest of the night. Hmm. Here's the thing. He's been known to be gay in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Experimenting as a teenager and whatnot, he's even kissed his guy friends multiple times. So my concern is, as guys, do you think he's heading towards being gay or at best just bi? I don't want to, I, I just wanted a live opinion on this. Thanks, Mitzi. What does she mean at best just buy? At best buy, at worst gay. <laughs> I guess you can only deduce. I guess from, that I'm means not, for her. I disagree. Yeah. There's it might like, be good the, for him the, to be gay, but bad for her because right. she's a woman in his life. Sure. Uh, That's not the general spectrum of great to bad. Yeah. Uh, do you know anyone who's known to be gay in the past that uh, isn't gay at all? I don't know. Doesn't it sort of. 
stand to reason that if you <laughs> spend a lot of time like making out with people of the same sex that you are gay <laughs> or at best just bye I mean I don't want to at least bye I don't want to stereotype or draw any conclusions but at the same time I don't know a lot of dudes who are straight who have been known to be gay in the past I guess it's fine to be uh sex i don't know i'm trying to be as woke as i can but like it's okay to be woke (laughs) it's like i'm trying to be woke is that fine but like you're totally good to be woke that's i'm saying like it's i just don't want any judgment if i'm woke yeah yeah if you're woke it's totally good is this a safe place that i can be woke yeah i'm just afraid that if you're even a little bit unwoke i'll scream at you (laughs) so you're being like sex sexuality you're fluid sexually right yeah that's all fine that's totally good the problem lies when your partner doesn't want that to be with a partner like that yeah so i guess you have to look into your heart of hearts and be like do i want to be with somebody that wants to be pegged and sometimes <laughs> hooks up with other guys is there a like, am i cool with that and it's fine if you're if you want to be with somebody who uh, is more like in line with you sexually. I think that's fine. Am I still being woke? You are un- undoubtedly and unnecessarily homophobic for that. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, I am. Uh, do you think there's a correlation between wanting to experiment with anal on himself and being gay? This is, it all comes back to the spectrum, right? Yeah, you know, like who. Here's the spectrum. You're either gay or you ain't. (laughs) And you like being pegged. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm sitting on a pickle right now. (laughs) Crunchy Hebrew National. (laughs) Half whack. (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. That was incredibly sleepy of me. (laughs) (laughs) I dozed off for a second and I I joked about... <laughs> Earlier today, using a pickle as a dildo. <laughs> I had a cat nap, and uh, I made fun of homosexuals. <laughs> Earlier today, I woke up, and uh, I guess it didn't stick. I don't know. I find myself still being occasionally very dewoke. I rose, but I didn't shine. <laughs> uh, so, do you think? Or the question is: Is he heading towards being gay? He's definitely not. A hundred percent straight. If he's made out with guys in the is past, is being is pegged uh, is being pegged a gay thing? What if a girl is pegging you? Is that gay? That's a good question, and because it it's just reminiscent of gay on gay anal sex. But like men have anal sex with, with like if I had anal sex with a girl, is that me being gay? Because it's still a dick going into a butt, which is what gay yeah. guys. Yeah, do. I feel like that's to that's, me that's less gay than getting fucked in your ass. Yeah, but why? Because it's, it's a dick going into an ass either way. It's yeah. it's, it's actually maybe even less gay because if I'm gay or if I'm straight and I projectile vomit. God, you're homophobic. You're gay. <laughs> if I'm straight and I oh, okay, sorry, I misheard. And I have anal sex with a woman. It's a penis going into an anus, uh, which. You take away the sex, penis into anus, people would think gay. Yeah. Uh, or, or dildo into anus. 
it's not any more or less gay or straight. Okay. So, <laughs> so I deduce, I reason, I this would like, like to a, posit a logic riddle that me being pegged by a woman is not any more gay than me having anal intercourse with a woman. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems, at, on the surface, more gay. I don't, yeah, and I'm not I saying gay is. in a negative or positive way. I just seems more homosexual to get um, railed out by a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? Are we woke to say? We need to have uh we have to have a gay guest. We should not have done this question. Or at the best, just a bi guest. <laughs> yeah, a bi guest for, for the next one. We'll remember this. Do we have any let's bi table guests? This. Let's table this till next time. All right, that's good. So uh let's put a pin in this question. So if we um if we did a bad job at answering that just know it, that it's not our fault tweeted us uh with a uh a potential guest that will do uh, will help uh learn us something we could do a gay themed episode oh that's pretty good have we had a gay guest before we have i think we have but not we didn't do like a gay i feel like when we have gay guests i don't want to bombard them with all gay questions but like it's so hard being woke i want to do an all gay episode (laughs) (laughs) we all fall asleep from time to time but we're trying there's plenty of people that are in comas comatose not trying to do jack shit but at least we uh we make the effort yeah and when you think about it that's frankly not enough uh we have to do more than that (laughs) totally (laughs) uh all right one last cue for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do cute. Uh, who do we hang out on Thursday? Philly. Dude, Did we have any me friends? and my man, Xavier. Who? The guy, me, we got kicked out of the uh, that bar together. Xavier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Philly. Yeah. Philly, Philly, Philly. My dude. Can't you see? Crying CT. <laughs> Represent. Yeah, that guy's actually in a holding cell still. Really? I should have bailed him out. <laughs> uh, Javier writes... Uh, here's my problem. Wait a second. Is this, is this a woman? Uh, I have a pretty great ass. Oh yeah. That's a woman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, did we hang out with any girls in Phil? Ramey. Ramey. <laughs> no, not, don't say her last name. Very good. <laughs> Ramey writes, I have a pretty great ass. That's nice. That's a compliment. Excellent. I don't mean to brag, but it's the sort of ass that pulls random strangers in to compliment me, and some even go so far as to slap me on the tush as I walk by. This has happened on several occasions since I was about 16, both with men and women. I've come to accept the fact that this is just part of my life, but when it comes to sexual ass play, I can take it or leave it. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy a sly finger or two every now and again, but I've never been with a guy who didn't really want to stick his dick in there. We can't stop talking about anal sex, it seems. Sorry. Tough episode. Uh, uh, I even tried dating a couple guys that weren't ass men, but it made no difference. Eventually, they were almost hypnotized by my little brown star. This is a... Plus the farting. This is a fully butt-themed episode. (laughs) I feel like a lot of our episodes are. (laughs) We're buttsmen. So my question is... Do you think there's a way that I could learn to get pleasure from it? 
I can mostly get past the pain part of the point, but it still just doesn't do much for me. Have either of you ever not liked something sexually that but then grown to change your mind? Amir, have you come around to anal at all? <laughs> also, is butt-fucking more common than it is? I've tried talking to my girlfriends about this, but they all have no experience with it. A little background on me. I'm a 26-year-old female, white, five foot one. 110 pounds. I think part of why random people don't mind slapping my ass is because I look pretty innocent and often people think I am a young I'm younger than I am. That's weird. Uh, thanks for the help. Love you guys. Love the show. My friend saw you guys in Denver a few weeks back. Hope you guys come back soon. Denver! Random shout out to Jake's mom. I'm also part of a big family and my mom is the dopest queen around. No, mine is, but that's awesome that yours is number two. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, so illegal a- that people slap your ass, especially <laughs> if they think you're young. Yeah, when I was 16, men and women slap her. I find that hard to believe this that women slap her. But, I'm but just maybe at parties, to ignore that part because she's not asking for advice about that. Though it's it's not good. Yeah, that's true. But still, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. So, what do you think? I desperately want to see this person's ass. Of course. Well, that's what you say about so, every qu- people who write in. <laughs> this girl just happens to have a great ass. Uh, can you? Can you? Can you commiserate? Can you understand? Can you feel this girl's pain? Um, I mean, I can commiserate with all of the people that she's been with that are like just sort of obsessed with worshiping her ass. It's kind of interesting that, to have something that like is so so valued and to be indifferent about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna if you don't like anal if you're gonna start. I think it has to do with how comfortable you are with your partner more than like how much you like butt play in general. Yeah, that like makes... if you really really love someone and they really really like something, that can rub off on, rub off on you. Right, but you're not gonna just be into strangers. Yeah, bfing. Like you gotta really like butt stuff if you're like doing that on a first or second night well, night stand. Well, so that's I guess like I could cuz I really like butt stuff. Yeah, but you'd have to find someone who also really likes butt stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had butt stuff on a one night stand? Yes. Anal one night stand. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's like that's a that seems like a oh two ships that hit each other An in the middle. Anal of, night stand. Yeah, a very rare anal night stand cuz it's like a long shot on both sides, it seems, coming together to have one magical night. Right. Was it better than regular nightstands? More memorable, I guess. Yeah. Above average, but not necessarily the best ever. I guess I was like, I had a pretty unique experience. Yeah. Uh, to get exactly what you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has it changed? Have you ever not liked something and gone around to like it? Whether it's butt stuff or other stuff? I, do, I guess... Maybe I have, but it probably in the context of what you're talking about, like actually beginning to like the person. Right. And then wanting to give that person whatever it is that that person likes. Yeah. Well, and also I think just like when you really, really like somebody, uh, them being super turned on or like them orgasming is like such a turn on and it makes it so hot to you. So even if like it's something you didn't think was hot before, like their their excitement rubs off yeah ha 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 so i i don't think you're gonna ever like anal more but maybe you'll like certain people and boyfriends more and that'll make you like it a bit 
Oh, so it's all about enjoying that person's presence, wanting yeah. to give that person what you and want. I don't, and I don't think that you need to give everybody everything that they want having to do with your butt. You can, like, treat it like the treasure that it is. Yeah, just because you got something special doesn't mean you have to give it up in a sexual capacity. It's, if anything, that's why you shouldn't. Uh, is Well, Amir, have you come around to anal at all? I still haven't. It still doesn't appeal to me, the idea of bfing if i could be so bold and honest uh is butt fucking more common than i think it is it's uh, funny that you're like i'm not really into it and then you just watch slow motion uh <laughs> and, and is farting yeah well I'm, that was sheer curiosity more than <laughs> what it would feel like uh butt fucking more common than i think it is how common do you think it is mm. like a random straw poll of 20 of your friends how many of them do you think have done it I bet I, it feels like it's something most people have experimented with, but probably few people do regularly. True. So you think of twenty of your closest friends, how many of them do you think have done it once? Uh, Over ten. Yeah, fifteen, fifteen to eighteen. Wow, fifteen. So I'm in that big of a minority. Two of twenty haven't done it. I think so. I would. I would have said low, lower, like ten people have out of twenty. I have no idea what the actual numbers is. I talked to my girlfriend about it, and they don't have any experience with it. You think oh. it's equal, equally distributed amongst men and female, how much they like it, or guys like it more? Ooh, it's interesting. I bet guys like it more, but I, I don't know. Um, where does that land on the gay spectrum? Do you think that's a little more gay? What, to like anal more than not? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Like, like you're effing a butt. Yeah. Would yeah, you say that? Is that more gay than not? I don't know. More gay than having sex with a vagina. I guess I don't care, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even masturbate because I think that's gay because it's giving someone a hand job. Yeah, well, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you blowing Marty up here. <laughs> that was uh, also that was like- a the, weird day. Was, you know what that was? That was opposite day. I was in a mood. <laughs> I was feeling it particularly woke that day. That's why I did that. Uh we can't ask this person for a picture of her butt, right? No, but I was just going to sort of like look at her name on her email and Google her and see if I could find any. Are you a little surprised that a five foot, one inch, 110 pound lady having a great ass? Uh, no, I'm wouldn't perfectly. You, wouldn't you I think bet... she was a little bigger than that? Uh, I feel like sometimes small people have like a nice little bubble butt. Like <laughs> bubble butt. Bu oh yeah, there we go. At age 16, Jake slapped me on the ass oh, as I walked come by. No, no. <laughs> When I asked why, it's because he thought I was younger. Jesus Christ. What? That's what it says. People this often is, think I'm younger than I am. This is character assassination. <laughs> Absolutely character assassination. And a little bit of a slander. Uh, all right. Is there any, any other stories from the road? Philly, um, you partied with those two guys? Yep. You walked around. You, you, you got along with them so much that you invited them places. You got kicked out of a bar, did we you say? We got kicked out of the first bar. Before you were even drunk. It was like a sit-down place, and they were like, we they like went up to the bar, and they ordered shots, and they're like, they didn't give them to us. And they're like, you can come to the bar and take the shots. We're not going to bring them to the table, because you guys are being like vulgar. <laughs> this <laughs> is a laugh. church. And I was like... I was like, there's a rule against swearing in the bar. <laughs> That's like, like, it's like Vegas. You're allowed to pretty much do anything except swear at a blackjack table. Yeah. Like, what, is, what rules are we talking about? And then 
we I, we got into a little tiff with the server who was upset that <laughs> I guess we were being louder than other people, but like it was a bar. <laughs> I'm actually kind of. I'm pissed at it still. I wish I, if I remembered the name of it, I would put them on blast and ask the Twinovation Nation to oink them out. out or something. I think it was Chili's. I think that's what it was. It was a Chili's to go. Yeah. It was in the airport. <laughs> that's why they were upset that you're swearing and asking for shots. Uh, what about, what did we do in, uh, in, uh, there's stories, but I can't tell them. <laughs> what did we do in New York or in DC? Oh, DC? Oh, we sort of took it easy that night. Well, we went to that crazy club that was like, I went to the bathroom in it. Remember oh, that like, yeah. scary ass bar that we went to? The bar was frightening. It was like filled with graffiti on the inside and out. It there was like it was an very abandoned loud. bar that, that they, like someone broke into an hour before, set up a couple bottles of whiskey. <laughs> it smelled like diarrhea and weed. And I, and like, and then you're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, holy shit. The, it already smells like a bathroom out here. I can only imagine what the bathroom is. I walked is. in, I opened the bathroom and it looked like I had. Uh, accidentally broken through a wall into an abandoned warehouse or something like uh-huh. where people like a murder scene, and I it was so like I was so taken aback that I didn't even step in. Like it looked like a murder scene, <laughs> and this girl was walking by and she's like, "Yeah, that is the bathroom," <laughs> and I was like, "Is this the men's or the women's?" And she was like, "Mostly women go in here and mostly men go in there, but it doesn't matter." God, that's so woke. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even care about the gender. She doesn't even see gender. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was, the other bathroom was just a hole in the floor. <laughs> Which is what the entire bar kind of looked and smelled it like. It was a hole in the wall. A we literal hole in the wall. We don't have to say the name of that bar either. But you don't, don't remember. No, I don't know the name of it at all. Um, all right. Uh, good to be back. If you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, send them all to show at gmail.com. Again, we're coming to Montreal for Just for Laughs in the end of July. Uh, if you're a fan of the Babysitter's Club, check out the Babysitter's Club Club on HeadGum. Uh, very funny show hosted by uh, a couple of very funny people. Uh, and the opening theme song was written by Jordan Becker. Remember that? This closing one was oh, written yeah. by Aaron, who doesn't need a shout out. She just is submitting a theme song for the love of the game. Guys, we'll be back next. You know what? Not even guys, people. I'm sick <laughs> of like that shit, like male specific oh, pronouns that like guys. No, it's not guys. We'll be back next week. It's people. You have a Peppy the Frog <laughs> sticker on the back of your computer. <laughs> you cock. Uh, all right. Thanks to Jordan Becker. Thanks to Aaron. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Do Bye. You know, I think I've got a problem. I'm wondering if you guys can help me. And there's this guy that I love, but he doesn't love me. I look for ways to say I love you. But it's nothing that he sees I don't know what all I should do So just help me please I get a feeling I should give up But my heart won't let me lose touch Jake in a mirror I really fucking wanna get the D (laughs) No, but really, what the fuck do I do? That was a HeadGum Podcast.